You are listening to Your Blessed Life Podcast, episode number 29. Let the stories and teachings of today's top Christian leaders inspire and move you to releasing God's best for your life. With your host, best-selling author and certified Christian life coach, Jay Marsh. Welcome to Your Blessed Life. Welcome to the show. Hey, are you already part of Blessed Nation? Well, if, you, if you're not, I'd like to invite you to join us. So Blessed Nation is simply what I refer to as our community here at Your Blessed Life. So this is a community of, of people like us, like-minded people, who are truly interested in getting to know God in an intimate way, to pursue God's absolute best for their life. At the heart, that is what this community is about. So if you're ready to live life to the fullest, a more abundant life in Christ, a life where you don't just survive, but you, you thrive, well, then becoming part of Blessed Nation is going to be for you. And I want to invite you to join us. Just go by the website. It's yourblessedlife.com. That's yourblessedlife.com. And right there, you can sign up. You can join us. And you'll be set up for regular insights, teachings, and resources that will bless your life. So I want to invite you to join Blessed Nation today. Hey there, my name is Jay Marsh. It's great to get to be here with you today. Welcome to Your Blessed Life. So today in episode 29, it's going to be kind of like a chat. And I want to share with you this common theme that I've been seeing and I've been wanting to talk about it with you. But I guess I've been waiting for these pieces to come together before I could feel like it was enough of a conversation really to have with you. Because this topic, and I'm going to get to the topic here, but I'm going to build up to it. I'm going to lead into it. This topic has been revealing itself. Well, in the last handful of interviews, and you might notice it too as I start to unwrap this or get into this. So in the last couple of interviews and even most recently, and I think this was kind of the, the bell ringing in my head, even in this recent conference that I just recently got back from, see, I have attended this three days of amazing teaching slash workshop slash community at this event in Dallas, Texas, it's called the uh, AACC's National Convention. The AACC is, is where I get my Christian counseling and coaching certification. It's the American Association of Christian Counselors. And these guys provide us with that certification, whether you're a counselor or a coach, a therapist or a pastor. And so I was there getting this awesome information, listening to some Awesome breakout sessions, some awesome speakers, and I got to hear some very interesting themes all come together at this conference. You see, we'd break out into these real specific sessions, depending on what your, whatever was in line with your training that you were wanting while you were there. And then we'd all come back together, usually in the afternoon, in the evening, and there was well over a thousand people in attendance at this conference. In fact, on a side note, speaking of a lot of people, I met some really cool people 
And I made a few connections that I'm hoping are going to lead into having some new and exciting guests come on the show in the very near future. So just wanted to mention that to you. So at this conference, after listening to several really amazing speakers during this, this big general session that we would come back to, all these speakers that I heard, they all had their own complete different topic. But I, I saw this common theme, or I heard, really, I heard this common theme that was running through each of these talks. And I really think God had prepared my, my ears to hear this common theme because I had been having or hearing this same theme throughout a handful of interviews I had done over the last really couple of months. In fact, not only did these speakers have really different talks, but they were from all around the world. I mean, there was men and women from the U.S., of course, because it is a U.S. event. But there were speakers that were from South Africa, from South America, from Australia. And, what, and the reason I mention that, because there still, to me, was this very evident overarching theme that connected these speakers together. And this connected theme really started to become transparent to me. And I began to notice that it was maybe even more than a theme, that it was in fact a wonderful way for us, for me and you to connect and to experience God. And that's why I'm going to talk about this here on this episode, because that's foundational for this show, right? I mean, your blessed life is really about us getting to know God more intimately, connecting with him to a fullness that allows us to experience him, to be blessed by him, and also to honor and glorify him. So I really believe that the, the spirit of God was revealing something very connected and very much in common amongst all these speakers. And like I said, although they were very different people and from different parts of the world, they came together as this collective whole, each to share their own moment on stage. And even one of them began to share this amazing key to true, truly living a, a satisfying life. So again, these, these talks were not connected but at the heart, they were unified and really laser focused to this common key. And here's the key. Here's what I'm, what I'm really building up to here. It was how the beauty and how the majesty of all that God has created. I'm talking about his creation. All that he's created serves as an opportunity for me and you to see, to experience, and to witness God in all his glory, in all that we do. So not only is his creation of you and me as human beings important, but in particular, what I'm talking about is his creation outside of you and me. I'm talking about the birds of the air, the mountains, the lakes, the rivers, the butterflies, the bees, the flowers, the trees. That's, that's what I'm talking about when I say his creation, that part of his creation. You know, I, I touched on this point just a minute ago, but I want to come back to it. Earlier, I mentioned of how many of my guests on the show 
lately have had this same common theme of experiencing God. Well, this experience that they're referring to had to do with this common common theme here. It's the amazing things that God has created. The birds, the trees, the mountains, all of, of God experiencing, and it was based in being in tune with him through his creation. So these guests that I'm referring to that I've had on the show in the past, like the speakers that, that I uh, experienced here just recently at that conference, they were all having an amazing encounter with God through his creation. The encounter was in nature and in the outdoors where they got to experience the majesty of God and to see his handiwork firsthand. And for some, they got to see the majesty of an awesome God as they hiked a trail. Some of them got to see the majesty of an awesome God as they listened to birds chirp. Some of them got to see this awesome God as they watched an eagle soar from high above. Some of them got to see the majesty of this awesome God as they felt the, the wind rush against their face. And, you know, for others, they got to experience the peace of God in different ways. Some of them, as they sat by a river or they, they were at a lake or in the lake or by the lake and just, you know, just getting to hear the, the sound of the water. You know, there's something about water, isn't there? It just kind of washes your cares away. No coincidence that Jesus refers to water when he's talking about his living water. And, you know, for even some of these other folks, whether it was some of these speakers that I heard or even guests on my show, they talked about just being in a position where they could gaze up at, at the heavens, you know, just to gaze up at the, at the sky and see the, the millions of stars from above. I mean, if that doesn't have the handprint of God on it, my goodness, what does? And, you know, even one of these speakers at the conference that I was at shared how he was in awe. And listen, listen to this. This is so neat. How he was in awe that he could see the amazing display of God's goodness and God's blessing as he watched his garden grow. I mean, he, he saw this garden and it would start out from just this tiny seed. And then it would blossom into this ripe fruit that he would eat and that he would share that would bless his body and bless those that he shared it with and how blessed he felt to have something that God created that was such a blessing to him. And for him, he said it was, it was a blessing to his eyes to see the fruit to his hands, to touch it and to care for it for his nose to smell it, and even eventually for his body as he ate it. You know, when I think of the person that coined the phrase, stop and smell the roses, you ever heard that before? Stop and smell the roses. What they really were trying to say was, was and this is, just, this is just me kind of being silly, but really, as it relates to this episode, what they were really trying to say is stop 
and see the glory of God all around you. You know what I'm saying? Stop and smell the roses. How about stop and see the glory of God all around you? Because it is all around us. This common theme of seeing the handiwork of God all around us, it makes me think of all the effort that God put into these creations back way back, back in the beginning of time, back in the first book. You know, I don't I don't think there's no coincidence or any coincidence that in the first book in Genesis, in fact, in chapter one in Genesis, that God spent the first five of the six days that he worked on these things that we're talking about in creation. He spent five days on this stuff. And it's interesting how that just coincidentally would support his ultimate creation that he made on the sixth day in you and me. So God spent the first five of the, of the first seven days of creation on all these amazing things, the heavens, the stars, the morning, the evening, the waters, the lands, and of course all the animals and all the creatures that would occupy it, he left no detail out. God, this ultimate artist, was truly creating a masterpiece of creation to not only support me and you, but to allow us the opportunity to see his awesomeness, to see his majesty, his beauty at work each and every day. This is really another opportunity to see the wonderful working power, the glory of God that is alive and well before our very eyes or any of our other senses each and every day. God has established a creation that is all around us. And if you will stop and smell the roses, it's almost impossible not to see him. It's almost impossible not to see his handprint or his fingerprint on life around us. If we will just look, if we will just listen. So whether you're seeing with your eyes or your hearing with your ears or you're tasting with your lips, smelling with your nose or touching it. God is like waving this big flag saying, I want you to experience me. God wants you to experience him in your heart and your spirit and to know that he is God. You know, I want to share just a couple of amazing things with you that I really believe that'll bless your life as it relates to recognizing all of God's creation. But before I do, I want to just take a minute and check in with you. See how you're doing. I hope, I hope you're enjoying the show so far. And I hope this episode's connecting with you. I want to invite you to subscribe to the show. It's easy to do. In fact, you can even do it while we're taking this pause. You don't have to go anywhere special. If you are on the website or if you're on iTunes, there is a purple button that says subscribe. And when you hit it, when you touch it, when you tap it, you'll be set up to receive the very next episode of the show. So I want to invite you to subscribe to the show. So thank you for, for doing so. So I want to share how all that God has created 
serves as an opportunity for, for you and I to see, to experience, and to witness God and all that he's created. I want to share a couple of insights with you as it relates to all that God has created. And so insight number one is, well, it's, it's an opportunity to bring us closer to God, his creation. His creation is an opportunity to bring us closer to him. If we are looking to get closer to God, and this is an interesting play on words here. I, I'm just kind of thinking this out. We have to know where we are in relation to God. And if we need to know where we are with God, we need to know where do we stand with God. You know, I'm reminded about this because we're talking about Genesis a while ago. In Genesis, in chapter 3, so Genesis chapter 3, verse 9, God says, remember when he says this? In fact, I have my Bible right here. Let me turn a quick page so I can... I want, I want to read it. I want to read it to you, and I want to make sure that I have it right. Yeah, yeah. This is interesting. You know, what made me think about this is when I was just saying to know where where you are, and it made me think about this question that God was asking Adam in the garden about where you are. But I don't think that God was really wondering <laughs> where Adam was in a in a physical sense or in a nearness sense. But I think he may have meant it from a relational, from a trust, from a connected sense. So in Genesis 3, 9, God says to Adam, where are you? I'm going to read it to you. It says, then the Lord God called to the man and said to him, where are you? I mean, really, do you think, do you think God didn't know where Adam was? I mean, so he was asking Adam where he was because in the context of the story, you know, Adam and Eve had just experienced the, the fruit that they were not supposed to experience in the garden and, and they're hiding. They're hiding physically, but they're hiding their spirit from God. They're hiding their heart from God. And so that's why I bring that, that verse up in, in Genesis 3, 9. Where are you? Are you in a place that brings you closer to God? Are you allowing God to see all of you? Because let me tell you, he sees you, all of you. So when you close the door to your room, to your office, to your space, to your apartment, to your house, God still sees you. So where are you? And what is your stand with God? And the reason I think this is so important to us is because when you know where you are, it helps you to see all that he has done. It helps you to know all that he is. And it helps us to know that God created this all of creation to bless you and to provide an opportunity for you to see him in it. And, and how can you not help but to create this deeper connection with God? In fact, while we're talking about creation, I'm going to turn the page over in Genesis and in chapter 1, in verse 28 through 31, I want you to, we're talking about how he you know, made all this, he created all this to bless you and I. So I'm going to read it to you real quick. 28 through 31. And God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, 
and rule over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the sky, over every living thing that moves on earth. Then God said, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the surface of all the earth, every tree which has fruit yielding seed, it shall be food for you. To every beast on the earth, to every bird of the sky, to everything that moves on the earth which has life. I have given every green plant for food. And God saw that all that he had made was very good. And then there was evening and there was morning the sixth day. So God was very intentional about this creation to be a blessing to me and you. Recognizing all that he's done is an ever-present reminder of all that he promised and all that he will do. Okay, so I want to I continue on with these, these couple of little insights for you. So the next one I have for you is how it's an amazing opportunity to bring you and I to a point where we honor God more readily. And in Psalm 96, 11 and 12, it says, let the heavens rejoice as you know, we're talking about honoring, right? Let the heavens rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Let the sea resound and all that is in it. Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Let all the trees of the forest sing for joy. That's kind of what I think. You know, when I read that part of scripture, let the trees sing for joy. In the mornings when I'm seeing my kiddos and my wife off, because most days I am seeing them off as they leave the house bright and early, and I hear the birds start to sing, it's like a little choir that's just praising God for the beginning of a new day. I mean, is that any different than let all the trees of the forest sing for joy? It's almost as if creation is lifting its hands up to praise God for another beautiful day. You know, this is this whole little point right here is about focusing on God more fully in a deeper way where you see the glory of God shining through all around you. In Revelation chapter 4, verse 11, it says, Worthy are you, our Lord, our God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and because of of you because of your will these things existed and were created wow isn't that beautiful when we honor god we glorify him okay so this last point this last insight that i have for you is this when you recognize that the fingerprint of god or the handprint of god is all around you and all these amazing things that he's created, you position yourself to be overwhelmed by his thoughtfulness toward you and to see yet again how blessed you truly are, how important you are to him, and how blessed he wants you to be. I mean, that's such an important reminder because I, I, I know you're, you're no different than me. When you're just going through life, it's a beautiful reminder to know that because of all that God has created for you and I, 
that he's trying to position us to be overwhelmed by his thoughtfulness toward us, to be a blessing to us. You know, I hope this little chat on God's creation, I really hope it's blessed you. And I hope it's given you just a moment to stop and smell the roses. Because whether you're smelling the roses or whether you're just connecting with God, sometimes we need to slow it down just a little bit and know that he is God. And for me, I tell you, when I kept seeing, whether it was some of these really awesome Christian leaders that I've crossed paths with and, you know, during an interview or got to hear them give a speech or talk, and they all seem to have this common theme of seeing the handiwork of God, because that's, that's what was happening. They were seeing the handiwork of God before them, and they were talking about it. They were sharing it. I couldn't help but want to share that with you. So as you go out into your day today, make a conscious effort to see God's wonderful working power in all that is around you. To see how his creation points back to his awesomeness, to his majesty. To see how his creation exists to honor and to glorify him. And in the words of of Psalm 86.12, I will praise you, Lord my God, with all of my heart. I will glorify your name forever. Isn't that beautiful? That's such a powerful verse. So I want to leave leave you with this. It's right in line with this verse. I want to challenge you to make this declaration with me. So I'm going to say it, and if it's connecting with you, I want you to I want you to own it for yourself because it's really a, a recap of this Psalm 8612. So Lord, I declare in all that I am, in all that I do, I will strive to honor you. That's it. In all that I am, in all that I do, I strive, Lord, to honor you. Hallelujah. I am so grateful for our time together each time, each episode. It's, a, it's an honor to get to be your host and your guide, your coach, as we move down the path of your blessed life. And Blessed Nation, if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to share some love with us by simply leaving us a review. In fact, when you leave a review, be sure you leave your name because it gives me an opportunity to know who you are by name and to brag on you a little bit. So today I want to brag a little bit on someone from Blessed Nation with a common name, Jay. (laughs) Jay King. Jay, such an awesome review, brother. Thank you for sharing. I want to read it to you. It's short and sweet, but it's awesome. It says, wonderful podcast, inspiring messages. Your blessed life is such an impactful podcast. I'm glad I discovered it. I truly appreciate Jay's genuineness and have learned great things from him since listening in. Thank you. Thank you. In episode 16, it was right on time for me. It's so important for us to seize the day. Yes, sir. I remember that episode. Seize the day and properly manage that time that God has given us each and every day keep up the outstanding work all right amen thank you for that appreciate that yeah that's that's a special episode for me too 
So Jay King, thank you, brother, for sharing those amazing, supportive words. I appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Bless Nation, if you're listening on iTunes, you can go to the iTunes store. You can click on the search icon and then type in your blessed life. You click the cover art. You'll see a picture of the show. You click that cover art. You can then click the ratings and review tab. It says ratings and review. And then click write a review. And from there, you tap the number of stars that you want to rate the show. It's one through five. And you're you're good. You're done. So thank you so much for taking the time to rate and to review the show. And thank you for tuning in to today's show. I look forward to sharing the next episode with you. Until the opportunity where we get to come together again, remember that God loves you and he wants to bless you.